Welcome to Talking Facts, what you need to know about family, food, finance, and fitness. This nationally recognized, award-winning podcast is hosted by the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program. Our educators share research knowledge with individuals, families, and communities to improve quality of life. Hello, and welcome to Talking Facts, what you need to know about family, food, finance, and fitness. I am your host, Mindy McCulley, Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Specialist for Instructional Support at the University of Kentucky. My guest today is Dr. Paul Norrid, Extension Specialist for Rural Health and Farm Safety. Welcome, Paul. Hey, Mindy. Thank you for having me today. So we are wrapping up a three-part series on stress, and we have talked about how stress affects our emotions and how it affects how we look at the world, but today we're going to really focus on how it affects us in the long term and some of those undesired health outcomes that can really happen if we allow stress to pile up for year upon year upon year. So let's just get started and talk about what can happen when we don't actually deal with the stress that we are experiencing. Yeah, as we talked about previously, you know, stress really affects our ability to think straight, uh, to think clearly. It uh, affects our emotions because of all the hormones that are being released in response to the stress and are just flooding our brain. Primarily cortisol is uh, one of those hormones that help us survive. But as you said, you know, when stress builds up over time and what we call chronic stress, the cortisol builds up in our brain and uh, it's not good for us. And then, you know, another issue when we think of chronic stress, this process of uh, stress of our bodies constantly going through staying in survival mode, uh, that ultimately causes inflammation in our bodies. And so, you know, a good way to think about that, if we sprain our ankle, you know, that just may swell and cause us a few problems It can cause pain, but ultimately that ankle will recover. But if we uh, sprain our ankle or twist our ankle several times, depending on the severity of that sprain and strain, you know, as we get older, then we'll experience aches and pains in that same ankle, right? Because of inflammation Mm -hmm. and the buildup of arthritis in the joint. But principles similar in our body and in our brains, because chronic stress is like just a a recurring strain, if you will, to the body. It's just taxing the body over and over and over again. It's taxing the nervous system. Eventually, the inflammation is going to build up, and that's going to cause some undesired consequences. Regrettably, when when we're in our 20s and 30s, you know, even into our early 40s, you know, a lot of times we don't notice those consequences. But as we move into the, uh, you know, the late 40s, 50s, and 60s or on, You know, we begin to notice, uh, as a friend says, that check engine light starts coming on for our body, right? Same thing for stress. And so some undesired health outcomes that we that we talk about, an immediate one is uh, high blood pressure. Right. A lot of people under chronic stress have high blood pressure. And so we may think, well, you know, that runs in my family. I have a diagnosis of high blood pressure. Mom, I'm, I'm taking medicine for it. That's good continue taking their medicine, but stress can make that blood pressure creep up, right? It can make it worse. The other problem, you know, we see is that, you know, for people with diabetes, uh, you know, it can make blood sugars go up. 
We see uh, blood sugars go up in times of stress. It reduces our body's inability to heal itself, you know, whether that from an injury such as a cut or a sprain or a strain. It can cause heart disease, Mindy. Chronic stress and inflammation are associated with heart disease. Um, It can make other health conditions worse. For example, like with inflammatory bowel disease, inflammation is not good for people with like COPD, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of COPD is associated with inflammation in the lungs. But then some of the worst case scenarios and some of the most uh, detrimental outcomes that we see is is the onset of dementia. And uh, I know that uh, we are definitely more mindful of uh, dementia, especially as we age and how, you know, that affects our ability to remember things. And we know that, you know, persons who have, uh, uh, who are diagnosed with dementia, it can be, it's not only a very difficult disease to deal with as an individual, but it's very, it's very difficult for friends and loved ones to care for us, right? If, if we're diagnosed with dementia. So again, it's that chronic buildup over time. And I use this analogy. So uh, for, for us farmers, we're out in the sun all the time at a young age, right? I, I'll ask you, Mindy, did you wear sunscreen a lot when you were a kid and, and out on the farm early and you're young? Yeah, young, unfortunately, you know? no. Because, no. Yeah, that wasn't something that was a big deal when I was growing up. And I happened to be one of those people who tans easily. So I didn't think that it was a concern. Exactly. We don't think these things are a concern. And it doesn't make us bad people. It doesn't mean that we need to have bad thoughts about ourselves. We just weren't aware of how, you know, early sun exposure in our 20s and 30s can lead to skin cancer Mm -hmm. when we're in our late 40s, 50s, and 60s. Same principle with stress. Not handling our stress and not dealing with our chronic stress, it's not going to show up in our bodies in our 30s. It's not necessary. You know, you may feel it. You may have trouble thinking. May have some aches and pains. You may feel sad or anxious or uh, just apathetic at times, but it's going to show up in your body, in our bodies, and that check engine light's going to come on. It's going to show up in our 50s, 60s, and 70s. And, and the issue is that's when we start having other health problems, right? And so we just <laughs> the get body into- already starts to break down, right? Right. <laughs> right. It's just the natural process of aging. The body is just going to go through a decline as we grow old. Ultimately, the goal, one, is um, try to reduce our stress. We've talked about some of those uh, some of those methods to reduce our stress, whether box breathing, you know, enjoyable activities, time with friends and family, finding someone you care about who cares about you and just giving a hug or that t- soft touch for you know, 20 or 30 seconds can reduce our stress. But the goal is, you know, we want to handle our stress. We want to reduce our stress. Doesn't mean life stress is going to go away. Darn it. You know, my grandmother ended up dying from dementia and uh, it was a very difficult process to watch. And so I'm just trying to stay around long enough for my kids and trying to reduce my stress. And that's what we want for everybody, right? Well, and I can see, how I mean, I know how I react to acute stress, and so I can imagine that as that builds up over time, if I were to experience chronic stress on a regular basis, then I can just imagine what that's going to do to my body over time. And so, you know, if my heart's racing all the time, and and you know, if I'm experiencing these feelings that I feel and these these 
I mean, very real health concerns that I experience when I have acute stress, then certainly it's going to be something that is just going to be compounded if it's on a regular ongoing basis. So it makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And when we think of that, that sort of stress that you mentioned, mentioned and talked about, you know, we all have acute stressors, but as stress builds up over time and we don't deal with it, you know, like not having your car serviced, eventually there's just going to be a complication. And in the brain, you know, our ability to switch off that stress response can and does become impaired depending on the level of stress, right? And so stress is different for everybody. It's It looks different. It's not something that, uh, you know, we want to go out and point out, you know, oh, you shouldn't be stressed. I'm not stressed. No. What's stressful for you is not stressful for me, vice versa, but it's still real. It's very real for you. What stresses you is very real for you. And uh, we just want to acknowledge those things and help each other. Well, And I I do appreciate all that you've had to share with us about stress, because I do know that everything that you have shared is going to make a difference for hopefully lots of people. But, you know, if we make a difference just for one person, then, then we have certainly done a service. I'll just share a little story. I think a friend of mine must have been listening to our last show because she must have seen some stress on my face the other day because she came up to me and gave me one of those hugs you talked about um, and one of those long hugs. And it did make a difference because I felt immediately relaxed after getting one of those long hugs that made me feel better. So I think, you know, the research is right. (laughs) It does work. I'm so glad that your friend uh, was attentive to you and that that you were able to get what you needed. And so it's good to hear good to hear that these things work, right? From exactly. From, and so yeah, it's it's made a difference already, right? Maybe exactly. So it, exactly. Others can take this out and use this and make a difference in their own life and the life of their friends and community. Thank you, Paul, for sharing with us. And I am excited to hear how these shows have impacted others. If you are just tuning in, you are listening to Talking Facts, and we are available on all major podcast providers. Thank you for listening to Talking Facts. We deliver programs focusing on nutrition, health, resource management, family development, and civic engagement. If you enjoyed today's podcast, have a question or a show topic idea, leave a like and a comment on Facebook at UKFCSEXT. Or send us an email at UKFCSEXT at UKY.edu. Visit us online at fcs.uky.edu to learn more about the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program or contact your local extension agent for family and consumer sciences. We build strong families. We build Kentucky. It starts with us.